What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? Welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. On today's episode of the Blitz, Moats and I have plenty to yap about. More draft conversation. I want to talk to Arthur Moats about an officiating controversy that's going on in the sporting world. Get his opinion as a former professional athlete. It's also a Thursday. That means we'll talk to our good friend of the show, Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette today. But we start with Chase Claypool and... Let's just say an incident that transpired recently. Let's get it going. Hewler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It's high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. Betwixt the pair of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. But you should already know by now, you want to chime in anytime on the show today, on the Blitz today, you know where to find us. That's on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. What's up, cousin? Man, living my best life, you know, riding in the beach here with my cool guys. <laughs> That's true. We got a little G-Man hanging yes, out with indeed. us here yes, today. Because they say, like, Two is a company, but three is a gathering or something like that. Oh, I don't know. As long as it's lit, lit, <laughs> lit. That's all that matters, baby. Well, it's always lit. Arthur Motes, we have plenty to talk about today. Let's get right into it. No time to waste. Um, anybody in Steeler Nation that hasn't been asleep for the last 24 hours knows what I'm talking about. But just, I was asleep for the last 24 hours, actually. Well, I'm jealous. Was you like, were you hibernating? Are you yeah, a, I went to the cryo. And then a, I was just, are you a grizzly bear? Well, actually, I'm part polar. Yeah. Well, you I'm, are ice cold. <laughs> <laughs> What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Uh, all, right. All, right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, man. No shiny objects, man. Come on. We stand focused today. We, we are on task today. But just in case you're unaware of what we reference with Chase Claypool, um, there was a video that came out yesterday, and again, depending on when you're listening to this, a video, I should say, that came out on Wednesday, March the 24th of a little bit of an altercation outside of a place in California called the Wild Goose Tavern. And I will just say, Arthur Motes, that just sounds like a place where people go looking for That's trouble. That's a great name. <laughs> I want to go to places that are named <laughs> The Wild Goose Tavern. Um, so this apparently, the, the situation apparently happened uh, March 13th. But again, this video came out yesterday, Wednesday, March 24th. It shows a little bit of a scuffle, a little bit of an altercation, uh, things that uh, those of us who are of a certain age have certainly seen before when, when you're out um, at establishments, at watering holes, if you will. But things escalated a little bit, and in part of the video, Arthur Motes, it looks like Chase Claypool certainly, whatever you want to use, kicked, stomped, used his, uh, sent his leg in a sweeping motion towards another gentleman who was on the ground. There was some reaction to that, everything eventually getting broken up. Uh, again, if you haven't seen the video, it's it's a little over a minute long. It's not hard to find. I encourage you, if you haven't seen it, to watch it so that you know exactly what everyone is discussing and debating and you can form your own opinions. But Arthur Motes, I just kind of want to turn it over to you as the former athlete. And you saw what happened with Chase Claypool yesterday. Well, again, March 13th, but the right, video right. comes out yesterday. And I just was wondering kind of your initial reaction, your first thoughts. Yeah, um, my initial reaction was I'm glad that nobody got shot. 
because a lot of times, I mean, that's how it is nowadays, right? Everybody goes to the firearms, regardless of the circumstances of, you know, if it was warranted or not. But typically altercations end in gunshots. So that was my initial thing is I'm just glad nobody got shot on either party of it. And then from there, it was more so just looking at the details of it. I mean, throughout the video, the majority of the time, he's not as active from a Correct. physical standpoint. He's more on the edge of it. In but fact, then, it looks like for the majority of the like video, he's trying it looks to break like he's it trying up. to disengage. Yes, yes, yeah. he's trying to defuse the situation. The whole thing. Yep. But then you do see him go in there and blatantly either kick, stump, however you want to word it, the guy that was on the ground, and then the other people reacted to that, and the video cuts off. Correct. Big issue with this is we don't have context. We don't know what led to the fight or the scuffle happening and we don't know what happened after that we just see a, a 40 second clip of you know chaos and we can identify that it's clearly chase involved in it so it's hard to defend or persecute him in the sense of was he defending his friends was he being antagonized was he the uh the antagonist like we don't know those right. details we don't know what transpired after that video but either way the, the the premise that I always feel like you should operate with is that you should never put your hands on anyone. It never should come to that. I don't right. care what the situation is. Brothers, wives, friends, random people you just met. It doesn't matter because you never know how somebody else is going to respond sure. to that. What may seem like a simple smack or punch to you and you think that's warranted could be, okay, I'm going to go get my gun and shoot you in the face. Mm -hmm. Or and maybe like what happened to that Oklahoma football player a couple weeks ago, right? Where yes. he picked a fight with a UFC. He didn't know, but uh -huh. this guy was a UFC fighter, and pretty quickly he's getting whooped, right. and now he has eye damage. Like you just never know what is on the, the return end of Correct. that. So Correct. even though people will say, well, Chase is big, he doesn't have to worry about getting beat up, it's less about that. It's just you don't know what the person – that you're hitting or physically assaulting is going to do like in, said, in retaliation. A, maybe they got a weapon in the car. Absolutely. Maybe they're a trained UFC fighter. I mean, and not to mention, you think about just how easily accessible firearms are in our yeah. country. So or it's, even just it's a not even baseball far, bat, right. a knife, anything like, like that. Like, it's just so many ways that this could have went bad. Yeah. And I'm, that was the biggest thing for me. I'm just so glad that it wasn't like that, that we're up here talking about it from this perspective yes. instead of the... Like a tragic perspective. Exactly, yeah. because that's what you... You just don't want to see that. But then the last thing that I, I left with was, man, if you're Chase, you got to understand two things. Understand who you are. So even though you might have been doing what was right by your friends, sticking up for them, whatever it may be, you have to know that you can't do that anymore right now. You're, you're in a different you're, position. It's a different position. Once you got drafted and you became in the NFL and then you became Chase Claypool, who's scoring touchdowns for the Pittsburgh Steelers, that luxury of being able to do what the average person does of goes away. Just being away. a 22-year-old right. going to the bar. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it goes away. Yes, that, I mean, think about this. It was probably 15 people in that video. Who's the only name that we know? Mm -hmm. Chase Claypool. Right. That's a prime example right there. TMZ's not talking about any of those they other don't people. Care, they don't care who started the fight. They don't care who ended the fight. Somebody could have got beat to their eye popped out. No one is caring about that right now. They care. All because of you. Steelers, wide receiver. Absolutely. Second round draft pick out of Notre Dame, 22 years old. Like, so you have to understand that. And then, because I said two things, right? So that was the first mm -hmm. part. The last part is this. You got to sit down and talk with your friends too, because if your comp if the company you keep are gonna put you in situations like that, you got to keep you can't company. You, you can't hang with them. This was a tough conversation I had to yeah. have with my friends when I can't because in college, I mean, 
let's be real. We, especially as this football players, we would fight a lot. Went, I mean, we go out to nightclubs and whatever guys happens. Guys do that when like, they're young too. Like yes. me and my buddies used to wrestle and get into right, it all the time right. when we were that age. It, it is what it is, it, but, just, but it, it, especially when you're having a few alcohol. Oh, beverages. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know that gets the spirits all the way high. So we had to understand. But once I made it to the NFL and we go out. It's like no, we can't have that. That can't be the energy anymore. Even if someone's disrespecting you, even if someone's no, completely seriously. in the wrong, you I said have I don't to walk care away. if a person threw their drink on you. Like we will leave. Yes. Before we fight in here, because it's not worth it. It's nothing positive's going to come from this. Yes. So that to me is the thing that if you're Chase, you have to sit down and talk with your friends and let them know that. And if they're truly your friends. They'll respect it. They'll understand it. Mm-hmm. I had that conversation once with my friends. That's and to a, this day, I've never had to bring it up if again. If they're your real friends, they'll Absolutely. completely understand where you're coming Absolutely. from. Absolutely. So that's that's the thing, man. Because <laughs> you know how it goes. You're guilty by your association anyways. 100%. So if the guys around you are going to keep getting in trouble, 100%. you're going to always get your name drug in it. They're always going to put your name because you're the big fish. You're the one that the cameras are going to be on with the eyes on. So just understand that. But, yeah, I'm just glad, like I said, that everybody – made it out safely that we know of right now no that that's yeah. both of those uh observation and points are very well said by you arthur motes the first one uh was something that honestly i think is kind of on the back burner that i haven't even really thought of much but you're right particularly at that age with alcohol with egos uh things can certainly escalate a lot quicker than a little pushing and shoving and kicking and punching in the parking lot and we're happy that it did not get to that point. And and that second thing was was certainly something that I wanted to talk with you about. Like I don't I would be the pot calling the kettle black. I would be hypocritical if I was sitting here, you know, a 22-year-old out partying with his mm-hmm. friends like like you just touched on. I know how that stuff happens. I was never the person who started fights, but I had buddies. You know, you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 mm-hmm. years old. Um you're trying to <laughs> You know, as we would have said back in the day, you're trying to maybe wheel some girls at the bar. Ah, you know, you're, you've got that liquid courage. Somebody does something that you view as disrespectful, and all of a sudden it escalates because, again, you've got some testosterone, alcohol fueled, mm-hmm. you know, teenager, young adults, and it's not right, but it does happen a lot at that age. I was there. I was never the one who started it. It was always something that one of your friends did. I think a lot of us can relate to that. What a lot of us can't relate to is having the clout, having the 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 money, not even that the money matters, but but having the opportunity to be one of the faces of an NFL franchise like the Pittsburgh Steelers at age 22, right? And it it's 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 not necessarily fair to chase that this is the era that we live in and everyone's always looking for you to mess up and everybody's got their camera out and everybody wants to be the one who gets to dunk on the famous person and look at how this guy messed up. That's just kind of the era that we are living in now. I think that's very well said by you. Chase gets to live differently than most Mm 22-year-olds. So at times he's got to live differently than most 22-year-olds. Listen, we would, especially early on, I remember having this conversation with my veteran players, George Wilson, Andre Davis, Reggie Torbo, guys like Mm -hmm. that, about that right there. Like, yo, I'm 22. Why can't I I do this? But – I literally have my friends who I've grown up with doing this, and it's all it's all good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, it's different when you got this money. When you in that spotlight, with that gift comes that curse. He was like, that's how it goes in terms of the balance of it, the gift and the curse. Because yes, you're gonna be able to you know do things. You're gonna have access to things that most people would never even dream of. But the flip side is, you're you're the standard that you're held to. 
Think about, I mean, with most people, if you were to get a DUI. Oh, no one, no one unless knows. Unless I tell you, you no, don't no, know. No, no, not even that, right? So say you were just involved in something that looked fishy. No one even knows about it. But for athletes, for for people of that status, you're, you're, you're judged in the court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that simple. They, it's a post that's going to go on you. They're going to hire you up there on social media. And then from there, whatever people say, if they feel like you did it, you've did it. it regardless of if you're innocent or not, they you're guilty. They make that initial, initial reaction Absolutely. and then that's it. Absolutely. Yeah. So to me, man, he just has to understand that it sucks. It does. But <laughs> like I said, it's the gift and the curse of it, man. No, it, it's the, it's it's you're absolutely correct. Like, it, it is a gift and a curse to be in the position that Chase Claypool is at 22 years old. Um, he gets to live like a lot of people will never get to, but he's got to sacrifice some things that other people won't sacrifice. I've I've shared this with you before. Um, Brandon Saad, who mm-hmm. won two Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. He was on the 13 and 15 Blackhawks Stanley Cup winning teams. I played hockey with his older brother, George, growing up. So I knew Brandon, right? When he won that first cup in 2013, he had a huge Stanley Cup party over the summer in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. And you can imagine how that went. Oh, yeah. It, it was like a, a normal day. We're yeah. all 20, yeah. 21, 23 years, 21, 22, 23 years old. You know, we're drinking out of the Stanley Cup. We're having a good time all day. We go out that night. And let's just say some people in the group wanted to go to an adult establishment. I don't need to say anything further than that. You'll pick up what I'm putting down. Okay. You know, after a day of drinking and wilding out, there were some people that, you know, let's take the Stanley Cup to an adult establishment. And I'm not talking about a bar. Okay. Hmm. Maybe a, a gentleman's establishment is the better oh, way to like, put like it. Ballet. Yeah. Right. It's ballet. Yeah. You know, the- we, actually, no, no. Theater, you know. Yeah. We, we call it like uh, Canadian ballet. I think that's what we, yeah. Canadian ballet. And, and right away, Brandon was like, absolutely not. Like, I can't. Like, do you guys realize what will happen if I get filmed in a gentleman's establishment with the Stanley? Like, that's just not happening. Mm, can't that, do that. That is, that's some, those are the, you know, the that at that age that you have to, you, you just can't do certain things yeah. that, that normal Joe Schmoes can do. It sucks, but it comes with it. Because on the flip side is this. If you don't want it to suck. Well, all you would need to do is just give away all what you have right now. Right. Stop playing, go move right. to wherever, and then you can do whatever mm-hmm. reckless stuff you want. I have friends that were former NFL players that did that too. <laughs> I was like, man, I, I I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand if that's what your passion is, go for it. <laughs> but that's another alternative. Or you got the option of kind of what I'm doing now of, all right, you Stay as clean as you can while you're playing, and then once you retire, whenever you're done, then you go out there and have fun because you're still only going to be – what early thirties, late thirties, at, at right. best case scenario, Look at late you 30s. right now. You're having a great time. I said, I'm thirty three. I'm living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Arthur Monks when I grow up. Like it's just, and, and just for him, he has to understand that though, man. Like, yeah, and he will. And that's the will. thing too. Yes. Like, this is not the end of the world. It's just oh, a bad no. look. It's something that yeah. he can address. He can apologize. He can put it. Be he doesn't. And that is something too. I'd, I'd be interested to get your take on this. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of people have done. One of two, and you know this. You and I are the minutia guys. Got to be minutia guys. You know, we're the nuance guys. If it's not about nuance, what is it about? Everybody else is, you know, grabs something and runs ninety degrees to the left, or grabs something and runs ninety degrees to the right. You and I like to be the ones who are in the middle. Moats, I feel like you've got two camps with this, right? Like you've got people that are acting like 
you know, Chase Claypool needs to it needs to be guillotined down in markets. You know, we gotta draw yep. and quarter this man. We gotta tar and feather this man. Publicly stone him down in Market Square, right? Stone him. There's also the other side of people that are like, oh, come on. Did you see the video? That was just a love tap. The, I, I really had somebody tell me that yesterday on, on ESPN Pittsburgh. That, oh, Chase didn't kick him. He didn't stomp him. It was just a love tap. All right, yeah, I'll come to your house and do that I was to you. Gonna we'll ask, see if you can keep that yes, same energy. I was definitely going to ask the people that are all – because I notice this a lot, especially when it comes to physical like, altercations. Come on, man. I mean, even sometimes when you're watching combat sports, they're like, oh, that wasn't even that hard. I'm like – it's like what, what punch have you took? Arthur Motes, I what? Do, I am not a Tommy Tough Nuts kind of guy. Who would have kicked you in the face? Is, when stuff like this happens, it's very easy to see those who have never been hit. Like, I mean, it's very what? easy to tell who's never been hit in the mouth. I, in their I, life I can life. assure you that kick. Yeah, you gonna feel that. You, you oh, who's the love? To, okay. All right. Okay. And how big is Chase again? Right. Oh, okay. Two that, things. One, yes. let me let me like that's what I do. I had a caller yesterday who told what? me that it was just a love tap and it's a non-story. It's just the media making something out of nothing. And I said to him, "I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to do that to you. And then when you call the police, I'll tell him that it, oh, it's a, oh, he's making a non-story on, out of it. It's yeah. just a love tap." All right? But again, the other side of that too is it's not the end of the world. We don't need to – Chase Claypool does not need to go down to Market Square and repent for his sins, all right? It was a bad look. It was something dumb that a young guy did, Arthur Motes. There is middle ground here. It's a bad look, but it's not the end of the world. I'd, I'd, I'd like us all to at least be able to do a, a kumbaya and agree <laughs> with that, but we can't even agree with that. I mean, honestly, this is the scenario, right? If – the result of that situation was worse, then sure, that would be warranted in terms of, oh, man, we got to get on this, this heart to heart stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it wasn't. And we can't punish him for what could have been when that wasn't necessarily what happened. And we still don't even know all the details. Yes. That's that's a big problem. If we don't have the details of what led to that before, after, like, we're all just blind in this thing from that standpoint. We're all just wearing black and gold glasses right. and defending our guy. I think, Or we're trying to, you know, we don't care about the Steelers and we're trying to bury right. that guy. But I think just the big thing for him to understand, I don't even think a public apology is needed. Honestly, if 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 I'm handling this situation, you could do it two ways. You could say, team and, right, and you could say, well, hey, man, I'm sorry for embarrassing the team. My, my uh, Obviously, Mr. Rooney and things like that. Um, I'll try to do better going forward. If he wants to do that, he could do that. Honestly, I don't think he needs – I think he could just move on about it. Like, you know how media works. He's the hot story for these next five days or until the next hot story happens. It's that simple. Yep. So if you chase, like, dude, just give us some time. A prime example. No, no, prime example. You Look on the screen right now on ESPN, Fournette and Brown latest. Now, we all know everything that was going on with AB a year ago. We all know the transgressions. We all know how that looked like. Man, it could never come back. And what did you and I say? We said all he's got to do is be, be quiet. quiet. Just go away Just for be like quiet. six months. Just go Just be away quiet. for six who, who, months. And what apology did he throw out there? None. Just, all you got to do is be quiet, Chase. Don't do, whatever just you do. Don't fall out of line don't, again. No, no. Whatever you do, quiet. don't just don't treat it like it was after the Browns game when you was like, <laughs> I'm gonna double down and Browns like, you can't do that right here. Just chill. <laughs> If you just chill out for 30 days, yep. I promise you, It'll go nobody's away. gonna talk about it. Yes. No one. Hundred percent. That that's that's very well said by you too. That because it is right. It's not. It's not that he committed a felony right. and, and 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 shot somebody. He he's not being accused of 
um, sexual assault or anything like that. It was a, a dumb thing that a lot of people at that age do fueled by alcohol. It is not the end of the world. It wasn't a love tap, like I said, all right? Let's not downplay what he did right. either. It was dumb, and like Arthur Motes has pointed out, I think very eloquently, it could have been a lot worse. We're mm -hmm. fortunate that it is just a, a little thing. It's just a bad look. It's just something dumb. It's not uh, you know, <laughs> It's not like Chase Claypool. You know Randy Orton, the WWE oh, superstar? Oh, come on, absolutely. All right, he didn't <laughs> Randy Orton, this guy, all right? He didn't wind up. He didn't come running in, and he didn't blast him across the temple with a full That viper, he's here! God, look at him! All right, but he also didn't just little, a little love tap on the dude's head like, oh, he, like you know, he's his little nephew. And all right, buddy, here you go. Like, so I like it. I think we've done a good job of yeah. separating um, – Right, like I said, just what, understand, what really matters. Yes, here. understand the significance of it. Understand what you need to do going forward, and from there, just grow from this. I mean, we all have had our, our ups and downs. We've all have had mistakes. We've all have had unsavory moments, some worse than others. But you can't let a moment define who you are going forward. Correct. From there, he'll be fine. Correct. But the beauty is, he does seem to be a good character guy. So that. I feel like is is one of the things that gives him the benefit he of the hasn't doubt. Had stuff right, like this right. It's not like he got into a bunch of trouble when he was Correct. at Notre Dame, or and he went to Notre Dame, which typically, I mean, when you think about how True. people view Notre Dame, they don't view it the same as some of these other uh, universities. <laughs> so let's just say there's a reason why Urban Meyer never took the Notre Dame head coaching job. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's another astute point by you too. It would be one thing if. He had gotten in bar fights in college, mm -hmm. or if he had a DUI, or you know, he had gotten in fight at a strip club. You know, if he was Pac-Man Jones and some people oh, out there. Not the Pac-Man. Uh, yes, very astute points by my always astute colleague Arthur Motes. Uh, you want to chime in on this conversation? You know where to get at us on Twitter. Uh, Thrash says here, I do believe it's been reported that people were throwing money at a girl, and Chase's friends stepped up to stop it and it turned to blows outside and that the cops were called after but no one from either side was still there after they arrived wild goose tavern arthur motes sounds like a nice establishment it sounds like something that would happen at the wild goose tavern listen it, 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 let me clarify this because i said this earlier and i was like that sounds like a place i would like to go to <laughs> i will clarify what i mean okay i don't go out often y'all know this i used to go out a lot when i was younger but i don't go out as often now even so, before the pandemic right right so when i so when i do decide to step out i want to go to the, the the ruckus the janky and that just <laughs> sounds that, that i'm a dive bar type of guy mm -hmm. I, i'm not a oh let's go to the hot main street spot. i don't want to go to that one mm -hmm. everybody's i don't want to go there's too many it's, it's too much tension there send me to the hole in the wall where i can have a blast and that's what this sounds like right here, man. It does. You know what, Arthur Motes? Let's real I'm quick. you, man. Real quick. It, Can we Google? I don't need to Google this okay, place, I'm man. I'm glad you said. I just pulled up the Wild Goose Tavern in uh, something Mesa, California here. I just saw the town. Uh, Costa Mesa, California. Oh, Costa Mesa is beautiful, actually, man. I just pulled up their Yelp page. Okay. What the reviews talking about? Motsy. They got 4.5 stars. Four and a half stars out of five. Ho, ho. What's our rating this on? Oh, pretty, ho, uh, pretty They got a better rating than us? They got the same. We got a 4.5 rating on our podcast oh, page as well, man. too. So we like equal. So it's a it's it's seen as a bar, pizza, and sandwich shop. Okay, um, yeah. I tell you what, Mozi, this food looks, this food looks pretty good. It's like that. They got a nice outdoor dining area. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a hater and give them a bad review. <laughs> let me just say, Arthur Motes, from a quick glance at the Yelp page here, this yeah. does not look like an establishment where people are normally throwing money at other people. If you're picking up what I'm again, this is a family show, all right. So I don't want I don't need to, but this does not look like an establishment. 
where it is common to toss money in the air. Oh, so it would be viewed as disrespecting a place like that. It would what be you're viewed implying. as, in some places it's viewed as the norm, and other places it's viewed as disrespectful. This would be a place where it looks like it's viewed. It looks like a this looks like a classy establishment. Ah, fancy, fancy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a wise man once told me if they don't have valet, I shouldn't go there. Wise men say. So the wise man once told me. I started to live by that code Only while I played. Only fools don't have valet. Can't go to a place with no valet. What you but mean? I can't help falling in love with goose. Wait, what happened? As long as it's wow. Wait, what? Wait, what? what just happened? Jason what? says. Wait, wait, wait. Jason says, "Aren't Canadians supposed to be the nicest people? Let's just give them the benefit of the doubt." <laughs> he didn't stump him, eh? You know, he was like, hey, "You want some poutine down there? You want some mayo with your your, your, your French fries? Is that what you want?" That's a guy. It's tweet of the week from Jason yeah, right man. there. Uh, Sensei Formiga says, "I totally agree with what you guys are saying. It's just different when you're in the spotlight like that." He's young, and I trust Coach Tomlin and company to do their part to educate the young man. That is, like you said. There's that's a good part of this too. There's not a shortage of people in the organization, uh, both coaches and players, mm-hmm. that can't you know someone like Cam Hayward, someone like Joe Hayden, even someone like Ben Roethlisberger, who we all know has had his his fair share of off the field things. I, I think that there that is good, right? It's not that he's in an organization where there's not that veteran presence, where they're changing the coach and the staff and stuff all the time, or an organization that panics. Or an organization. The, as soon as some something like this happens, they hit the panic button. It's like, oh, all right, uh, release him. I don't know. Uh, trade him. Uh, Correct. Put him on Correct. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't panic. He he's he's gonna be in a fine spot. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I I am with you, Arthur Motes. I'm confident that thirty days from now, heck, three years from now, when Chase Claypool's lighting it up still every mm-hmm. Sunday, um, this will be a tiny little footnote on his Wikipedia page that people will like I said. As long as he doesn't get in any more trouble, as long as this is truly just a, a one-off, just a bad look, something that unfortunately happens at, at that age, but he is a Pittsburgh Steeler, so it gets blown up. Ten years from now, we, we won't we, we won't be talking about this. Absolutely, baby. All right, folks, you know where to get at us on the Twitter.com. We're going to discuss uh, Chase Claypool, everything NFL draft, everything Steelers. We got some familiar Steelers who have re-upped. A lot to discuss with our buddy Brian Backo. On the other side, we will do that with our friend who covers the Steelers for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette when we return. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.